1: Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and as we begin to get ready for the CINDA, that's the Search and Information Industry Association Local Search Summit in Dubrovnik, Croatia, we're gonna take a look today at some of the new digital marketing trends that leaders should know about. Now, I'm recording from back home today in Prague in the Czech Republic, and we have a worldwide audience. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. Welcome back to our returning listeners, and if you are new, let me tell you what this series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact globalization is having on our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance, generational management, and business values that may impact your organization or your individual career. So please download us on iTunes, Google Play. In this series, you can listen to great advice, leadership success stories that you can learn from, stories that can motivate you, stories that can stimulate new ideas and possibly even be the key to your success. I invite you to reach out to me, connect with me, send me your thoughts and insights to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Connect with me on my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. Tell me what you want to hear about. I'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, if you're a professional, a business person with a passion or an expert on a business subject reach out to me at leadershipbeyondborders@gmail.com. at gmail.com. As I said, we do have a worldwide audience. And even if you don't want to be a guest, if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we will make sure that you take away something useful for either your business or yourself. And as I already said, we're starting to get ready for the Cinda Local Search Summit in Dubrovnik, and we want to talk about digital marketing trends. Now, influencer marketing has gotten big in the past years, but what is influencer marketing? It is the process of leveraging existing social media influencers, people who carry a strong reputation with a large number of people in a given niche, By having them endorse your brand, your product, support your content, or co create content with you. In 2017, Forbes said as many as 39% of marketers were actively increasing their marketing budgets for 2018, and with 86% of those marketers relying on a strategy for some kind of influencer marketing in their campaigns. Now, it's already 2018, it's well underway, and we've seen a significant increase in the approaches and tactics of using social media and influencer marketing, and this is certainly on the rise. But like any marketing strategy... It's subject to changes in trends, audience and technologies. But regardless of this, we're still seeing a lot of growth in this area. So why is it so successful? I mean, do we all, should we all be jumping on the influencer bandwagon? Well, maybe yes, maybe not. Although influencer marketing is effective campaign strategy for many, the challenge lies in determining the best way to approach and work with influencers. And we have an expert on this subject with us today. Dava Gerbus is a native digital influencer and YouTuber and managing director of C-Digital. At C-Digital, they're not just specialists in different types of digital marketing. They also know how to bring together different kinds of social media and influencers. Davor is one of Central Europe's most popular influencers and YouTube vlogger, known for the joint channel The Lazy Wave, shared with his good friend Petra. Together they post vlogs, tags, and challenges to more than 500,000 subscribers. He first made his entry into the social media world with Instagram in the summer of 2012, two years before the creation of his own YouTube channel. He has started his own digital agency, helping brands and small businesses combine the influencer strategy with other forms of social media. He believes that the influencer strategy is not just for brands, but even for mom-and-pop businesses in the neighborhood. Some of the Lazy Wave's most popular videos include Seven Seconds Challenge and Who Twerked Better. Davo is from Zagreb, Croatia. Croatia and he will be speaking to us at the Cinda Local Search Conference in Dubrovnik and he's speaking to us today and that thank you so much Daver, for taking the time out again to be with us welcome
2: thank you for having me <laughs>
1: okay so let, let's just kind of start out by telling our our audience and you know what's influencer marketing anyways
2: well, influencer marketing is a form of digital marketing where we showcase products to the world, but not through normal people that you're used to seeing on television or musicians and actors. It's by through normal everyday people like you and me that have just regular or big following. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's not...
1: Uh... George Clooney doing the uh, the coffee ads, right? This is about yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is about me, more like you and me and and normal people and what we like because actually it's really normal people us that use the products and use the brands. So wh- why is this so effective? Why is this kind of marketing so effective?
2: Well, we found that customers trust mass media less and less every day. And because of that, brands are increasingly looking for new channels and ways to advertise, bring their products closer to end users. And that's where influencer marketing started. And that's where C-Digital started. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: And and so just, you know, uh, if that's where it started, that's where the marketing started. Tell us a little bit about how you started in, in this.
2: Oh, so, okay. This is my journey. Like I myself started as a YouTuber in October of 2014, where I posted sketches and challenges with my friend Petra. Uh, That grew really nice into my social media profiles being followed by half a million followers in this moment. And early this year, I started working as a managing director in a digital marketing agency for Bosnia where I saw really poor influencer marketing knowledge or usage and I found that as a potential to start a unit that will focus only on influencers. Mm-hmm. And, and how did you,
1: okay you talked about you saw a market that kind of had a poor market for influencers, um, how do you How do you grow a pool of influencers, and what do you consider a poor market as as compared to a good market?
2: Well, uh, to grow a pool of of influencers, in Bosnia, there were a lot of influencers. There were many big YouTubers with more than 2,000 or three thousand hundred subscribers that were really, really viewed, had trending videos. They were really popular, but they didn't have any connections to brands or to the marketers that they could profit off. And marketers didn't really know that influencers could be such a good way to promote their products i'm talking about like uh, the coca-cola company that is now one of the most leading brands in the world they in bosnia didn't have influencer strategy and now c digital is doing all of their digital campaigns with our one of our best bosnian influencers so that really was an amazing way to start something new Mm -hmm. so so what
1: you do is you're bringing together the brands and the um the the brands and the influencers. so um you know you have to you said you had some influences in bosnia at two hundred thousand. so how do the influencers become their own brand i mean you are followed by half a million people how did you become how how did you get daver as a brand out there before you even got other brands to use you
2: well, okay, that is really simple. You just have to grow your audience being really communicative, transparent, and real because people like that. People like when you are yourself. You need to post quite often, a few times a week if you can, and always trying to bring as more content to the table as possible because people really love when you are fluent, when you are posting as much, and when they connect, when they can connect with you on many levels. And I think that keeping quality is number one thing that makes your brand stand out more and show people how hard you really work. Because this is not just posting photos, uh, filming your day regularly as you should be. It's more than that and there is a lot of time invested in that. Mm-hmm.
1: And do you, do you need to pick a niche um, for that? I mean, you know, do you say, well, you know, I'm Daver the influencer and, um, you know, I, my niche is travel or my niche is uh, digital or whatever. Do you need that?
2: Well, I think that there is no need to pick a niche because as an influencer, you can try out different things and at the end, the niche will pick you. It's something as a magic hat to the Harry Potter, because your audience will show you what they love more. And that is where your content is going to naturally go from there. Because, of course, you don't have to stop posting other stuff too. But you will really naturally start to focus more on what your followers like. And that is how I started with something more comedic, fun, and something that I really enjoy doing at that moment. And as I started traveling, as I experienced new stuff, my followers really got into the travel and that lifestyle niche. And that is how I got like picked by the magic hat of influencers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean that that kind of
1: makes this some um, uh, kind of crazy logic, okay? That you know you just you kind of post it there, you do some things, and then and then the niche picks you. and And if I see you like to travel, and I'm a ba- brand of um, backpack or whatever, then I may approach you with that. But I, I have another question, okay? Um, because when I when I, I you know when I look at the influencers um, on you know, on uh, Instagram, on on the vloggers, um, and it seems like most of the eight, most of the influencers in the age group of eighteen to twenty four, maybe eighteen to twenty six, if you go to the, um,
2: uh, the uh, the high end, is this true? Well, accordingly to all the info that we can access, yes, it is true because most of today's mass-followed influencers are in rage of. 18 to 24 age. And I think the main reason to that is because when, when YouTube was a thing back then, when I started, I started doing YouTube and growing as an influencer because when I was starting YouTube, that influencer term wasn't existing. And I, I was never really into that, but I was 16 years old. And when you look at me now, I am 20 year old. And I am in this age range of eighteen to 24s where all the big influencers are also fitting in into that. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's kind of—I uh, had to laugh when you said twenty, because uh, I do—I've done a couple shows on Generation Z. So you're the Generation Zer, okay? So, um, so you know, as a generation, as an influencer um, in this generation, do do you think? Uh, your messages gets crossed to others out there or, or, or are you targeting primarily the people in your age group?
2: Okay um, my I, I always when whenever I get asked that question mm-hmm. uh, especially when brands reach out to me they want to work with me and they see my age following range and they're like okay but your followers are mostly from 13 to 17 and I'm like no that that is a big problem that people don't understand stuff like that. When I started YouTube I was 16 and most of my followers were also 16. And as I started to grow my followers also were growing with me because that is logically we all age and when I when I look into my statistics as I grew they also grew with me and that is the main reason why most ah. of my following is from to 24, and I will say that I think that Kim Kardashian as one of the biggest influencers right now, sure should have more than 50 percent of her followers into the age group that she is in because a lot of people your age will follow you because they can relate to you they can want to be you they want to see what you're doing so they can do that because also a lot of people that i follow i found myself thinking like oh my god they are so old because they have i don't know 30, (laughs) 30 years old and i'm like okay that's 10 years ahead of me and then i see stuff like they're 16, they're 17 and they also travel and I'm like, oh my God, this is really growing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I'm um. Uh, I had to uh, I had to laugh. Really old with thirty. Okay, I'll go with that, Davo. Okay. <laughs> so I now, it like that. No, no. I know that's fine. Hey, listen. We're gonna take a short break. Okay. And um, for our listeners, we're talking with Davo Gabus, one of Central Europe's most popular influencers and YouTube blogger. Blogger, and he's known for the joint channel, The Lazy Wave, who he shares with his good friend Petra. He owns a started his own digital agency c digital and as we heard him in the first segment he's helping influencers across europe and helping brands get connected with influencers if you'd like to reach out to davor you can reach out to him on youtube under davor gerbus and you can reach out to him on instagram under davor gerbus and also his website is wwwcdigital.co and just to get the spelling Gabus is G-E-R-B-U-S. And I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis, CEO and leadership business expert. You can contact me with questions and comments at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com, join our LinkedIn group, or go to my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. And so, Davra, when we come back, I'd like to, I want to just kind of end up this discussion on generations and then i'd like to move on to a little bit about brands and businesses and talk about that okay okay so we're going to take a short break now we'll be right back
3: from the boardroom to you voice america business network
0: You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program.
1: Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. And today we're speaking with Dava Gabus, one of Central Europe's most popular influences, YouTube blogger, and also the owner of the digital agency C digital. Now Daver has a YouTube channel called the lazy wave. You should check it out. And he started that with his friend Petra and he's been talking to us about influencer marketing. And Daver, before we left, we we're talking, I asked you about this age group. Okay. You know, do you think, um, if prime, most of the influencer marketers are in that age group now, do you think there's room out there for like some generation X's and Y's like myself to do some of this?
2: Or, and, you know, would we be attractive to, to brands? Well, of course, everyone that has an Instagram profile or a YouTube channel can be an influencer. If you have content that can, attract someone to come and to follow you and to be a part of your social media followers really can be that because i have a lot of mom friends as i say that because uh they are well they travel a lot uh, and i think that that could also be really um influencers even though they could get a lot, a lot of followers, I was like, yeah, I think that that could, that could be a lot of room. And I see a lot of kids having their Instagram profiles opened because they're fashionable or they travel. I, I really like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I was
1: kind of wondering about that because, um, you know, I, I think it also has a little bit to do, Dever with also... Um, you know, who's using it. I mean I, I look at YouTube all the time and I look at Instagram all the time. So so maybe as these generations get to be better users then then there's more opportunity to bring, you know, an older set of influence together with brands.
2: What do you think? Well, I think that everyone can be interesting to anyone and that you can find some content on the internet based on what you like. Either it was someone who is younger than, like, into the Z gens or older from over 30 years old. Anyone can have their audience and can be uh, into that brand group because when we were, as AC Digital, when we were on a lot of... uh, business meetings, we found ourselves thinking that we don't have a lot of older influencers here in Balkan regions, in Mm -hmm. Serbia, Bosnia or Croatia, and that we would really like to see some more of the elders here Mm -hmm. because brands are really looking into that. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, which, which which that's that's interesting because I would think that, um, which brings me to, to the next question. Uh, um, when I talked about you know usage, um, now when you think about influencer marketing, I mean ninety nine percent are using Instagram. Um, some use Facebook. Some use Snapchat. Um, what do you think the most effective media is for influencer marketing?
2: Well, I started as a YouTuber and I first had the biggest engagement on Facebook and Snapchat. While 2015-16 came true, I found myself and my audience using Instagram the most as a communication channel. So YouTube as a platform is always going to be an amazing place to use as a marketing tool, but Instagram will be more effective and show real results sooner and preciser. Mm -hmm. And why, why is Instagram more effective, do you think? Well, I think because it's more real. Um, now, nowadays you have all the photoshops and everything, and people see that as a, okay, I can photoshop myself into someone that I'm not. I can edit my video to seem like I am perfectly talking. I don't have any mistakes and that everything is perfect and fine. and you know, and when Instagram came with the stories, we all came to the realization that Snapchat isn't anymore uh, something that is real and something that is here because we love everything in one place. And I Mm -hmm. think that Instagram stories is what made us all come together in Instagram as a platform. Mm-hmm.
1: And do you think I, I completely agree with you. I think that's what I see in Instagram as is kind of the draw what draws me to Instagram. but uh, let me come back because you use YouTube a lot, all right? So is there is there possibly um, is there possibly anything that's, you know, better for a different niche? Okay? So maybe for the travel niche, Instagram's better or for the cooking um, niche, maybe, Um, YouTube is better is is there anything like that
2: well I see myself for the cooking videos I see myself going more onto the YouTube I -hmm. don't know any statistics but in my in my opinion I think that for cooking for beauty industry for um, anything that is uh, what you need to see more into I think the YouTube is a better platform and it's going to be more viewed, more um, talked about when it comes to fashion, uh, beauty, like... uh, I don't know hair and that stuff and traveling I see myself going more on Instagram because that is stuff that I can see only on the photo and I really know do I like this place do I like this outfit or, or I don't like it I don't need to see into the materials into how someone is wearing that in a video or trying it on and telling me how the buttons work on that jacket because I really think that is a thing that I should really just try out for myself so I think that there really is a separation.
1: Well, we're we're talking when we talk about this too, Deborah. we're talking a lot about brands, okay? What about what about the small businesses and local business? Because when I think of influencer marketing, um you know, I think like you said Coca-Cola or L'Oreal or something like that. How about the small local businesses? It, it could influencer influencer marketing be good for good for them also?
2: Well, influencers marketing could majorly help local and small businesses. Because in fact, we have worked on a project with a local hair oils uh, business that had 120% 120 percent sell growth with only one campaign including four micro influencers. We targeted we were targeting buyers through micro influencers and that can be really a great deal because we are believing that every big campaign should include both big and micro influencers. so we really think that small businesses and local businesses should invest in that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, that that's a really important message for our listeners, um, because there are a lot of local businesses. And th- that really is important that they uh, also understand that this avenue is available. But when you look at this avenue, um, you're talking to the local business as well as larger ones. How do you combine the influence of marketing with other marketing channels?
2: Well, from our experience, influencer marketing is very, really easily combined with other channels. If we are having a big campaign, including three to four channels, influencer marketing could create 30 to 40 percent of the final results and also be an amazing brand awareness that we cannot easily get from banners or pre-rolls ads. And I think that that could be really a good thing because influencer marketing is not that heavy to use and it's not something that could uh, bust your mind out because you really just need to contact someone, tell them what your goal is and do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what, once you combine this, okay,
1: um, how how do I let's start with the bit brands for a minute. Okay. How do I measure my ROI in it? I mean, with, 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 you know, how do I know that I'm getting my marketing money back?
2: Well, on every social media platform, there is an option where you can precisely see analytics offering you information about your impressions, reach, tag clicks, profile visits, link opens, and everything of that. And that is amazing because it makes influencer marketing as one of the most precise in real marketing ways. Here in Croatia, Bosnia, and Serbia, we can see that all campaigns that go through, I don't know, television marketing, you can see that Every other station is telling you different analytics depending on how many views there were, what number of impressions was. And that is not as precise because anyone can add up to some numbers up there. And on social media, you have precise numbers in that moment showing you how many people have reached that post and clicked and went to your page or product. Mm-hmm,
1: hmm And so, okay. I mean, the clicks can be measured and everything. But is there any when do you when do you know or when does a brand come to you? Because you have a lot of discussions with brands and say, wow, this has really made an impact. You know, are there there stories around it? Um, Do you have these conversations with some of the brands that you work with?
2: Well, of course, I think that it's really important to have communication with both brand and influencers when working on influencer marketing, because we need to know what is going on, what is uh, what is not showing up, what people love the most. Because when you're working with multiple influencers, I will, I don't know, mention that if we are working on a shoe campaign, uh, four influencers wear four different shoes. And if one of the shoes isn't going in the stores, isn't really... People aren't liking it that much we need to change the strategy offer something different uh, show that shoes in a different area or different outfit or just Tell something good about them because they are not going to sell themselves as if they weren't selling through the influencer marketing. So we really need to know what people like. So if the brand tells us, yeah, I love that, we are going to push more of that. If they say, we need more push onto our Facebook profile, we will push to the Facebook profile. If they need swipe up, swipe up to their 20% off uh, sale in on the weekend, we will do that. If that will increase their sales.
1: Mm-hmm. And and what about you? Just mentioned Facebook again, and I just want to come back. I'm kind of going around in a circle a little bit here. Um, why is you know I never see Facebook really mentioned in influencer marketing? Is is there a reason for that, or um, is it just the other ones are stronger?
2: Well, we were talking about Z generation, mm-hmm. and I think the major problem about it is because Facebook uh, was. Popular back then. When we go back for three to four years, or even five to six years back then, Facebook was really big, and people were there, people were online, people were active. And now I come to Facebook just to see whose birthday it is, and Mm -hmm. I go out. I don't even, I don't even visit it that much. I don't use Facebook Messenger or anything because I think that a lot of people crossed over to Instagram and YouTube, and. Snapchat and Twitter and everyone is out there, so Facebook is like kind of dying. Kind <laughs> of <laughs> dying a little bit.
1: And what about? Well, you just said. And what about? I mean, Twitter. I mean, I, I mean, I, first of all, with the limited amount of, of things you can do, I think it'd be very difficult to have any kind of influence there. But of course, we do see people with one sentence who have a lot of influence. Um, is Twitter used at all for 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 influence for marketing?
2: In in our region. Not, not mm-hmm. that much because uh, only only country in our region is Serbia, where people use Twitter as a social media platform. In Croatia and Bosnia, not that much. And for Serbia, we can see a lot of results. But yeah, I, I think that um, in other countries, in America especially, we can see a lot of influencers going also throughout the Twitter. Mm-hmm. But you as an influencer,
1: um let's just forget where you are located for a minute. Let's say you were in the states, uh, in the United States. Would you
2: would you tend to use Twitter for
1: influencing marketing or not?
2: Not that much because I don't see any potential in it. <laughs> Good. Okay. So I hear that, our friends at Twitter? Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, okay. we're,
1: we're going to take a, um, a short break, Dabba, and when we come back, um, I, I'd like to talk a little bit more about um, kind of managing the relationships and the do's and don'ts and um. And, uh, you know, some tips to our listeners on, you know, what they would if they want to become an influencer or um, tips to small businesses and how to find one. Okay, so we're going to take a short break. Yeah. And for our listeners, uh, we're talking to Davro. Gerbus, one of Central Europe's most popular influencers and YouTube vlogger, known for the joint channel, The Lazy Wave. He believes influencer marketing strategy is growing and is one of the strongest marketing ch- ch- strategies available. You want to reach out to Davor, you can reach out to him on his Instagram account, that's Davor Gerbus. And on YouTube under Dava Gerbus, and you can go to his website, which is www.cdigital.co. And Gerbus is spelled G-E-R-B-U-S. Okay? And I'm Kimberly Lewis, CEO Leadership Trainer, Business Expert. You can contact me with questions and comments at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or join our LinkedIn group at Leadership Beyond Borders or go to my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. And I'd also like to say before the break that Davor is going to be speaking at CINDA, the Search and Information Industry Association of Europe, at their annual conference in Dubrovnik, October 14th to 16th. So if you'd like to come see Davor in person, then please go to www.cinda.com. There are tickets still available. And we'll be right back.
3: Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global
0: You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program.
1: Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. And today we're talking with... Davor Gerbus, one of Central Europe's most popular influencers and YouTube vlogger, known for the joint channel The Lazy Wave. He owns and now started his own digital business, C Digital Agency, helping brands and small businesses combine the influencer strategy with other forms of social media. And at C, they're not just specialists in different types of digital marketing, they also know how to bring it together by working with influencers directly. Now, Daver, we've talked a lot about um, you know what influencer marketing is and 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 you know how it can mix with social media. And I just want to you know what I've taken away now is that you know it's it's about Instagram, YouTube as like the start. Okay, that's kind of the core branch, and then you can combine it with other kind of social media marketing. And I guess my question is um, for the. For the leaders listening out there, this is also quite dependent regionally because you said as Twitter is not used in Central Europe or in your region as much, it might be used someplace else. For for our digital marketers out there, what do they have to pay attention when they start to combine influencer marketing with everything else?
2: Well, they have to keep in mind that not a lot of people who have millions and millions of followers are not having as great engagement as other people are having because I can have the same engagement on my posts as someone who has two or three million followers have and the main problem is that people are going for bigger reach but not going for great engagement also they are uh, paying more for, I don't know, people to travel and to post it on YouTube than to just pay them to post it on Instagram because they are going to have more real engagement, more clicks, more everything than on YouTube. And YouTube can be just great as a one place to showcase how that trip really was, not just like uh, my review of the hotel room. (laughs) Mm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. OK, so engagement is really what people have to pay attention to and and not just because, I mean, let's put it, let's be real. I mean, you can buy Twitter followers, right? I mean, half of them are garbage Okay, and um, you can buy other followers. So it's really to our to our marketers who are listening, it's really measure that engagement and look at that engagement. And from. Marketers who are listening, another question, okay, when we're staying with that. Um, if I'm looking to go into influence marketing, and find an influencer, do influencers work better when they have specific goals in mind about their brands or about their shops?
2: Yes, yes, and yes. If I can specifically <laughs> communicate uh, what the goal is or would be, uh, I could see major result climb. We've had multiple projects where we knew what the goal was and knew exactly what type and amount of content we would need to make 100% of our duty. And me as an influencer, I hate it when someone is making me uh, redo my post or redo my video five, six, or seven times.
1: Ha ha! I didn't even think about that. Okay, yeah, every, of you as an influencer have to redoing it because the 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 company or the 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 business or the brand is not making the goals clear. Okay, that's that's really a really point. I was kind of thinking about it as the 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 end user not understanding what it was about. But I you'd have to do it two or three times if you didn't have it correctly. So if you had a message, all right, I'm I'm the business and I come to you. Um, I, I think I know I think I know what my goal is. But what would your message be to me on this? Okay, would you have a question for, for directly, or do you ask me what exactly are you trying to accomplish? What? How do you, as an influencer, put that back to me?
2: Well, I could really be like um, um, I don't know. I would ask you what the main goal is. What do you want to achieve with this campaign? What do you want to achieve with me being a part of your campaign? Then I would showcase you the types of content that I could create for you. And then we could discuss the details about how am I going to create it? What is going to be the, I don't know, the golden thing on the photo and all that stuff. Also the captions, many times we, argue the caption in our mails. I post the photo and then they come back to me and say uh, something is not right in this caption. Well, I sent the caption first. They told it was um, okay. I posted it and they, they came back. I just wanted to tell them that my time when they tell me to correct some stuff or to redo some stuff is going to be paid after they I redo it once because mm-hmm. Every second, third, fourth time I have to redo my video, I have to film it, I have to do all the setup, I have to do myself, I have to read the script or anything I have to do. That takes time and I think that people should um, really be aware that that also costs something.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and what about the content? Because you said content. So who who is really managing the content? Is, is, is the person coming to you, the company coming to you, are they managing it? Or are they only managing what you said, the, um, the goals? Um, who manages the content?
2: Yes, oh my God, I, I, I just got so angry inside myself because I know I know the struggle that is behind this yeah. question. Um, <laughs> I've had multiple experiences where my content was managed by someone who knew nothing about influencers and made me go to hell and back to manage the golden middle mm-hmm. because we are always stating, we as a company, as AC Digital, we are stating that also to the brands and to businesses that we work with, that we want influencers to manage their content uh, so they could do it by their campaign brief if they had it. Because 50% of the time, brands air and agency are those who manage the content. And the main problem that I think and that I see is that the people overcomplicate those briefs. They um, They go... They just tell you some stuff that you just have to do. And I'm not going to be there stating that that is a top shop commercial because it's not. I'm not selling you a product like, hey, I'm selling this product, please buy it. It's not like that. I just have to, it has to stay authentic with the person that they are doing it with. Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm. So uh, that was funny. I got a reaction on that you on that one. So I guess I guess if if, if you had if you had a uh, to, if you had a message to businesses and you said are there any are there any do's and don'ts for businesses or companies when they're working for you know what's what's a, a don't do for a company when you're working with an influencer maybe what's a must that when your company's working with an influencer
2: Well, I think that musts are to stay present on social media by incorporating influencer marketing into every single campaign. I think that that could be amazing. That they have in mind that what you want is what you need to communicate to the influencer and also to spend time searching for the right influencers or work with an agency like C-Digital with this expertise. Also, they don't really need to limit influencer creativity because brand controls uh, of the content often leads to losing authenticity, as I said. And that is what all the followers see and that is why the campaigns have really bad results. Also, they shouldn't... prioritize people with a lot of followers, as I said, because engagement is what matters, not the big reach, not the big millions of followers, because they could be fake. Check that by checking their number of likes, story views, or something like that, that is in the moment. Mm -hmm. Also, don't overcomplicate the brief, because I just hate it when they overcomplicate the brief. (laughs)
1: Hey, actually, you, you know you just said something really interesting. You said something about limiting creativity. and And, um, I've worked in my career with a lot of brands, um not as an influencer, but just on a business sense. and And I mean, some brands are so strict on on, i mean, on some of the things they 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 do. i mean, do do brands and
2: businesses have to be a little bit more open-minded
1: when they work with influencers?
2: Yes, I really think that they should keep in mind that people that they get to promote their products are not people that are going to act on their products. Those are people that are going to use and tell their honest opinion and give their honest review on that product or give a, I don't know, as a brand ambassadors, they are going to promote that product with their face and with their what they are with their human being so I think that it's very 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 needed for brands to just like keep it calm in those situations and be open-minded
1: mm-hmm. and, and let's let, let's flip the coin for a minute and um, you know are there any do's and don'ts for the influencers because you're an influencer and we have a lot of influencers listening probably too so do you have any do's and don'ts for them
2: Yes, uh, there always sure are some do's and don'ts for influencers because a lot of people don't stay active because you need to stay active. You need to communicate with your audience. You need to speak up to the brands and offer what you're doing because a lot of people think that, yes, I'm an influencer. brand is going to come to me and is going to offer me money to promote them. No, a lot of times I myself went to the brand and were like, Hi, my name is Davor. I can offer you something, a great platform, great numbers. We can create some amazing stuff. And that really show show, show me some results. So I really think that influencers should do it. But they should also stop being afraid of themselves, stop underestimating themselves. Also, they need to stop lying to their followers because um, if... If you're a sellout and you're going to promote the same product by different brand every week and stating that that is the best mascara ever and last last week you used, I don't know, Max Factor and now you're using Mac mm-hmm. and you're stating that that is the best mascara and the last week that was also the best mascara, how is someone going to trust you? Mm-hmm. Also, that, that is one of the biggest products. So and one that is like coming by it is you shouldn't over promote stuff on your profile because you are not a top shop commercial. Mm -hmm. Really, really good
1: tips here. So, so Debra, we're getting towards the end now and I find this really interesting and I just kind of want to have you pretend you have a crystal ball and just tell me what you, where you think influencer marketing
2: is going in the next year. Um, um, I think that influencer market is growing and is going to show more and more potential in the next two to four years, uh, as platforms, platforms are growing. That is where marketers are going to invest their money in. So I hope, and everyone that is listening to it now, please invest in influencer marketing. <laughs>
1: Great way to end the show. And thank you so much for, for talking to us today. And for our listeners, we've been speaking with Daver Gerbus, one of Central Europe's most popular influencers and YouTube vlogger known for the joint channel The Lazy Wave. He started his own digital agency called C, helping brands and small businesses combine the influencer strategy with other forms of social media. And audiences today have heard how to do that. So thank you so much for all the information you've given us, and for our listeners, if you want to reach out to Daver, you can reach out to Daver on Instagram under Daver Gerbus, on YouTube under Dara Gerbus, or under his website, cdigital.co. Oh, and you can also come see Davar in person at CINDA, the Search and Information Industry Association's local search conference, local search summit that will be held in Dubrovnik, October 14th to 16th. And you can get tickets for that summit on www.cinda.com. So thank you for listening. And Daver. then we'll see you next
2: week. See you next week. Thank yeah. you.
1: Okay, so just as we wrap up today, um, we've heard the marketing landscape is changing. I mean, influencer marketing combined with other marketing channels is just one of these changes. It may be a trend, it may be here to stay, but it seems to be growing and growing. Technology is also driving changes in marketing. And if you'd like to hear about these changes, as I said, come join us at Cinda Local Search Summit in Dubrovnik six weeks. Tickets are available on the website, www.cinda.com, or on Eventbrite and I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. We have a range of guests in this series, and I'm happy to come join your event and talk to you about my global experiences and how to grasp some of the changes we've been talking about today. Leadership Beyond Borders is a program sponsored by Global Business Therapy, SRO, and the Women's Leadership Academy 2020. We do executive coaching for women. We provide leadership training, systemic team certification, motivational speaking, and much more. If you'd like to contact me, please reach to me, out to me on leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or visit my website at leadershipbeyondborders.net. Reach out to me on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter under Kimberly J. Lewis and also under Leadership Beyond Borders. And we have our show, Leadership Beyond Borders, every week at 3 p.m. specific time. So listen in live or download us on iTunes or Google Play. And until that, I hope you tune in next week.
0: Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.